0: Welcome to If Life Were Perfect. I'm Laura Meyer. Josh can't be with us today, but he's sending everybody his best. Hopefully, um, that's not going to be a big deal. I know sometimes when I rush home after school, I get that pushback from the kids like, you again, we wanted the other guy. But I'm excited to spend this time with you. I know that you're probably knee deep in holiday planning, but I want to put something on your radar that's really important that you'll want to consider doing before the year ends. There's Lots of things that we are doing that we may not want to bring with us into the new year. And I know when the new year comes, we'll set New Year's resolutions and goals. But kind of before we can even get to that point is we need to do a cleanup of this existing year and just make sure that we're not bringing with us into the new year anything that is best left behind in this current year. So every year what I do normally on December 30th is I do a financial cleanup and that's really where I take the day and I go through all of my finances to make sure that everything is still working for me the way that I want and that everything is all compiled in one place so I don't have accounts all over the place Um, and that I have a good grasp on my finances and that I'm not continuing to pay for things or do things that just aren't working for me anymore. So the first thing that I do when I do my financial cleanup is I print and review my bank statements. Now, when I'm doing it for my cleanup, I'm not setting up a brand new budget. That's something that I've already set up. It's something hopefully you've set up. If you haven't done that yet, please go back and listen to episode two where we talk about setting up a budget. But instead, when I'm doing this kind of review of my bank statement at this time in more of a cleanup mentality, I'm just kind of looking for anything I'm spending money on that I don't wanna keep paying on in 2020. So for example, Maybe I loved watching HBO this year when they had Game of Thrones, but that's not something I'm really watching anymore. Well, then it doesn't make a lot of sense to keep paying for that subscription going into 2020. Or maybe I loved a car. This isn't for me, but maybe you have a car and the payment's expensive and you're looking at the cost and you think, you know what? I don't think that's something I want to keep paying on in 2020. So you're going to decide to maybe, you know, trade in your lease or whatever it is for something that works for you. So looking at the bank statement is just really a good idea for you to understand where you're spending your money and if it's still working for you the way that you want. You're also, if you have any debts, for example, any credit cards, obviously we hope you can pay those off as soon as possible. Hopefully the show is helping you get there. But you do want to make sure that the interest rates hadn't negatively changed on you or anything like that. This is a good chance just to check for those types of things or your student loan payment. Sometimes if you skip a payment or default, you may not even know it and all of a sudden in your automatic bill pay coming out of your checking account is way more money towards that creditor. And so you do want to double check everything just so you're confident that you're paying what you think you are paying in your head and that nothing has changed. The next thing that I look at is I review my life insurance policies. Not because I'm planning (laughs) to do anything crazy, But the reason that I do that is because I want to evaluate, do I have enough coverage still? Do we need more coverage? Is there anyone in our care, like employees that should have life insurance on them? Those kinds of things. But you want to make sure that you're looking at your life insurance policy, you're thinking about where you're at this year and where you will be next year, and that if God forbid something should happen There is enough money in place through your life insurance policy for raising your family and supporting your spouse and those types of things if you weren't there. And life insurance is typically tied to income replacement, right? That's the purpose of it usually in a traditional sense. And so if your income has adjusted, that means your life insurance coverage should be adjusting too. And so you really want to have a good hold of that and make sure that it's exactly how you want it. The next thing I do, well I have to be totally honest, I do this way more than once a year. Normal people do it once a year, but I'm crazy. I review my estate plan, and that's just because it's too easy for me because I'm an estate planning lawyer. But I definitely review my estate plan at the end of each year, Just to make sure that the people that I designated to handle my money, if anything should happen to me, or the ones who would raise my kids, those people, that everyone is still the best fit for those roles with each changing year. That is never something that's stagnant and it's something that you should always be looking at to make sure is up to date and reflects your current wishes. I also make sure that my assets are all properly connected to my estate plan and in the right place. So for you, you really wanna visit your estate plan and make sure that it's up to date. If you need to schedule a meeting with your attorney to go over it, I'm sure that they would hopefully make that possible for you. If you don't have an estate plan, obviously that's something that you're going to want to set up and be reviewing every year. The fourth thing that I do is I review my investments. This is really a chance for me to see how everything performed that year. Am I investing in all the right places? What panned out, what didn't, what could have done better? So I'm looking at those figures and I'm getting behind those numbers to figure out how I'm doing and how many fees I'm paying to my financial advisor. Just those kinds of things that we don't look at every day. But it's a great time to go into the new year knowing that your investments should still be where they are. You should still be using your current advisor and that you're happy with the fees, all of that. So that way you can just make sure that your money is working for you in the best way possible. The fifth thing that I do on my financial cleanup day is I pull the deed to my home. So when you bought your home, you got a deed that gets filed with the county that shows that you own the home. And yes, if you have a mortgage on it, it'll show that the lender has an interest in the home. But it'll show that you're on title as the owner of the home. Well, the reason I check for this is sometimes... That can change without your knowledge and you're not listed as the owner or someone has put a lien on your property. So in the case of your name not being on title, you know, that's if, for example, there's any fraud and somebody has fraudulently put their name on title and filed that with the county. So if they, the county didn't spot it, that's a chance for you to say, wait a second, this, we're not this family. Someone has filed a deed on our home. The second reason I do that, or I recommend that clients do that, is if they have a trust and they refinance, they usually take the home out of the trust temporarily. And then when they refile a new deed, a lot of times they don't put it back in the name of the trust. Instead, they put it back in the individual names of the people who are the owners or only one of them. So that could be a significant problem because the home is no longer held in the trust as it was supposed to be. And so that's, again, something that you want to look for. Pull the deed to your home. You can do it by doing like a Google search for your county name and just put like pull deed to my home. And that way you can find out, are you on title and are you holding title the right way? And has anything accidentally changed or intentionally changed over the past year? So those are some housekeeping things I like to do in my financial cleanup because once I have a sense of what I'm leaving behind in this current year, then I truly am freed up to start the year fresh and set those new goals and make that new if life were perfect list for the upcoming year. And the last thing that I do that's not really financially related, sometimes it is, but I just sit and reflect on if there's anything in general that I want to leave behind in the current year that I should not be taking with me into the new year. Maybe it's a negative practice or habit. Maybe it's feelings that I have. Maybe it's where I'm spending my time that's no longer working for me. Or maybe it's an investment, which we had talked about, something along those lines where I don't want to continue that coming into the new year. And so it's really me doing a clean up. Again, I'm not really setting those new goals yet for how I want to spend my time or anything like that. I'm just looking at what is no longer working for me. So I really want to encourage you to do this. We get so busy with the holidays. It's funny because we're looking for the best deals, right? During the holidays. And we're like, well, we can get it at Costco cheaper than here if we use this. And it's like, we feel so proud of ourselves and we're getting things on sale on Black Friday when in reality, there's so much money on the table with your current finances that just is getting lost because we're not looking at it. Why spend that much energy trying to save 20 bucks, you know, on a toy at Target when you're losing hundreds of dollars every month because you didn't even realize an interest rate changed? These are important things that we need to carve out at least one day to be looking at so we truly can start the new year fresh. So think of your time, your money, and your energy and ask yourself, is this something I'm going to carry with me into 2020? And hopefully you'll find that there's things that are best left behind and you'll be freed up to make new plans and new dreams for your 2020. So hopefully this was helpful. I wanna, you know, throw you some more support as you're knee deep in holiday planning. You got this, you can do it. Kids will survive without a million presents and nobody next year will even remember what you bought them. Thank you so much for your continued support. Our family so appreciates it. Every download that gets listened to, every download that gets shared, every time we get an email from you saying that this has inspired you or helped you, we just love it. And we're so glad that it's been meaningful for you. To keep up with us and to see what we're doing, please follow us on Instagram at hashtag meet the Myers, That's M-E-I-E-R-S. We would love to follow you back. And then if you want to be a guest on our podcast, because we're going to evolve the show more and branch out, we'd love to help you make over your life and help you with the real life problem. If you want to talk to Josh Rai about something that you're struggling with or that you want direction on or need to plan out, something you're trying to make peace with. We would love to help you do that. All you have to do is email us at meyer at com, and we can see if we would be a good fit to help you with that. Happy holidays, everybody. And we will be back with you again. Take care.